This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Well, here we go. Mavs got a superstar. Cowboys have a new OC, and things are moving across DFW Sports World. We want your phone calls at 877-881-1053. Which of those stories is the biggest to you, and what do you think needs to be said about it? General at your service, there's Brian Broaddus, former Cowboy scout and NFL executive. On our way to the Super Bowl tonight after uh, this evening show, um, so, you know, hopefully everything uh, stays good back here in DFW. Of course, Lucius Alexander is at mass control as per usual. And you have Woolchuck and Shia follow along with you. We are the G-Back Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, you can watch us at 105.3thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. Okay, uh, streaming video across multiple devices. And you can always text in if you would prefer to communicate with the show like that at that same number, 877-881-1053. And line one your girl Christy here in the G-Bag Nation. Christy, a good afternoon to you. Thanks for calling in to us here in the G-Bag Nation. What do you have to say? Hey, what's up, Nation? Um, well, the thing that I'm excited about is, of course, the Kyrie Irving edition. I'm, I'm always amazed at how um, the team, uh, Maverick team ownership and, and Mark Cuban especially, they're not afraid to take a chance to move their needle forward. I, what I'm least excited about is Schottenheimer, the, 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 the Marty Ball guy. I'm, it's like, that's a yes, darling hire for, for McCarthy. I don't think he's going to get any pushback there. And remember, guys, this, this guy was, his offensive schemes were based on, on running. Who, who do we have that's running the ball here? Yeah, we're going to have and, to change that. While, yeah, so it's like so. This is just a retread. Like I said, it's a nice, comfortable hire for for uh, McCarthy. It makes him feel nice and and, and warm and snuggly. Thanks, but Chrissy. it's not going to move the needle forward. I hear you. That's a good call. It's definitely not going to get people excited. Not going to move the ratings needle up at all. But yeah, you know that's a good way to get us started here. The the Kyrie Irving edition is absolutely fascinating. I love that Mark Cuban is back. You know, now you have four years ago Porzingis and this one. At least they're making big uh, swings to bring in talent. And if this one doesn't work out, you'll have to move on. And, you know, it'll end up costing you a first-round pick and a couple of pretty good basketball players. But star players win championships. And Kyrie's won one in the past. If things had gone smoother in Brooklyn, maybe this team could have won one. He's a championship type of player. And you can say whatever you want about Kyrie Irving, but if, if that doesn't get you excited as a Mavs fan, I don't know what will. Yeah. You know, because I don't know how much, how much better it's going to get as far as an acquisition. It's all about that potential. And Brad Townsend tweeting out that he's also told that part of the Mavs' desire to acquire Kyrie, besides what they believe is a strong fit with Luka, 
is his proven track record of recruiting star teammates. Let's go. Which is somewhere where the Mavericks have yeah. just not been able to do in the past. So this could also be something where the Mavericks are thinking, you add a guy in Kyrie, maybe you're able to add a third piece to this thing in the offseason if indeed he decides to stay in Dallas. Going yeah. big fish hunting, boys. Trying to get the the three star combo going down. They're trying to go super team on us, huh? Maybe, and and he, he got a big history of it. I mean, Tatum and Brown in in Boston, Harden and and Durant, and then Ben Simmons, and played with LeBron James, and now Luca. That's all this guy does is play with Hall of Famers. It's a good point, Townsend. Line two's Larry. You're in the G Bag Nation, Larry. Which of these big DFW sports stories has you most fired up right now? Hey, hey, how doing, guys? Um, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I just figure out, I think we're having a big problem overall in trying to recruit, uh, find the right, right recruiter for all three of our, our sports connects here. Rangers, Cowboys, and Mavericks. We can't seem to find the right recruiter for any of this. And I'm not much of a basketball fan, so uh, Kyle Irving, he's, you know, he's a good ball player, but I, I don't know, I think he causes a lot of problems wherever he goes. Appreciate you, Larry. Yeah, I think the Rangers did do a hell of a job recruiting. They did a nice job. Yeah, they did. Chris uh, Young coming in and kind of really changing things up over there for sure. Yeah, ownership um, ownership the last couple of years too have been super aggressive with the money. You know, if you think about it, I mean, it, it, you know, Chris, you know, they get, they move on from JD, who's been a longtime employee here. What philosophies? You know, Chris Young comes in, a guy that we've talked about a bunch. A bunch of people around the league really wanted him as a potential general manager. Rangers got him. He's convinced ownership to spend money the last two years. They've done that. They've spent that. I mean, you, you, if you're a Ranger fan, you have to be super excited about what's going on right now. They added uh, Ian Kinsler today to the front office. He is now the new assistant to the GM. So oh, congratulations yeah. to Rangers Hall of Famer Ian Kinsler. I bet he doesn't wish we go 0-162 now. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is a good point. Well, I think the biggest mistake with the Mavs in recent years was hanging on to guys and overvaluing the guys that they liked on their team that were tryhards. Uh, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Dwight Powell. And that, that's $30 million right now in cap space that you would absolutely love to have going into this offseason. And, you know, uh, I guess you'll recoup part of that with Powell. But it, the, the continuation of Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract is a major anchor right now. The biggest problem you have in a front office is over-evaluating your team and, yeah. and falling in love with your team. The minute you fall in love with your team, you're you're going to have issues. I think Mark fell into this. Well, we're not really championship contenders, but I like these guys, and the fans like them. So let's give them a four-year deal. And you never know when things are going to turn around, and all of a sudden you need to be flexible. And now nobody wants these guys because you were nice and overpaid them. Like, And I'm not exaggerating. Mark Cuban was once negotiating with multiple free agents. One of them said no. So he said, hey, Wes, you know that $16 million deal that we gave you? Let's make that 19 because we like you. Heck yeah, yeah, baby. You know, and and he got soft after the championship. Hopefully this is a sign that he's got his appetite for risk back. Seems like it. Yeah. Seems like it a little bit. And I think Nico is putting putting on the pressure for that. I I think he wants to he wants to be a guy that like that's what we were sold on him when he came here was this dude's got pretty good relationships and this is an example of that. And so I think He's like, that's the narrative about me, and I want to go prove people right about no, that. No, that, that's absolutely right. Now, there's probably people that think that he was just a, kind of a mouthpiece for Mark Cuban, and he wants to prove these other general managers that he can actually do this job. Yeah, that's a great angle. You know, this is exactly what you'd hope for when Nico was hired, that his relationship with people from the sneaker business mm -hmm. and the mutual respect that he has with the NBA superstars would pay off. Mm -hmm. You're hoping for Damian Lillard. And you ended up getting Kyrie Irving, which is uh, 
you know, not a bad consolation at all. And we just uh, spoke with Nick Friedel back there about 45 minutes ago. He said chances are very good. Kyrie Irving plays great for you over the next five months. So, I, I obviously, it's more exciting. It, it, there's a potential downside to it as well. And line three is cool. Uh, cool, you're in the G-Bag Nation. What story has you most fired up? Definitely to Kyrie. At the end of the day, I mean, like everybody, mom used to say, hey, if it looks like a duck, quack like a duck, it's probably a duck. So we all know it's going to end terrible. Mm-hmm. But That's right. we have money left over. You know what I'm saying? If he does go to the Lakers or do whatever, man. Hey, y'all be safe on y'all trip out there, man. And Thank hey, you. give me LG Bag Nation. Yes, sir. Salute. There he goes. Cool. That opens Appreciate the line you. at 877-881-1053. Another question, and, and we had some people text this in. What the hell happens to the All-Star game now? He had Kyrie was the number one voted guard in the East. Luka, number one voted guard in the West. Right now, uh, what happens with Kyrie in the All-Star game? Turns Does into he a play with fest. the West? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got to play with the West, right? Aren't they, well, aren't they going to pick teams, or do they stop doing that? They, I think they are going to do it the day of the game now instead okay. of doing the whole TNT special where you had, like, Team Giannis, Team LeBron, yeah. they drafted, but... LeBron's pick gets more interesting now. Is he going to pick Kyrie? <laughs> You've got the top-scoring tandem in the NBA, man. It's going to be really exciting just to see how this plays out. And maybe your best bet is let's just go ahead and win the championship in a wide-open West now and then let, let Kyrie leave and go sign his max contract somewhere else. Man, that is so awesome. Just the possibilities of what we could be getting ready to watch. Line four is Brian. You're in the G-Bag Nation. Brian, what are you thinking? Hey, guys. Uh so one of my big things was what well, I uh, listened yesterday and here in the news uh, excited me just because Mark Cuban's actually doing something. But uh, as a Cowboys fan, what's really exciting me is Jerry Jones is the one owner who cannot stand to be upstaged by any team, even if it's a Dallas Fort Worth area team. So with the Rangers going out year before last, spending a bunch of money, spending money this year, and now the Mavericks bringing in uh, Kyrie, it's like I, I'm looking forward over the next few months here to see what Jerry does to try and sell some tickets and try and get people uh, routed back towards the Cowboys. So, overall, I think this is a huge win for Dallas sports, even though a lot of the national guys are killing the trade. Raises the bar, yes. Uh, a lot of people locally are killing the trade as well. You know, I, I'm not burying my head in the sand and thinking this is going to be great. I think Cool made a great point that we all know it's probably not going to end great. Uh, but in the meantime, it could be an incredible ride. And even if it doesn't end great, like you would have $20 million in cap space without getting rid of anybody else. I, I think it could really be the first step in a very significant rebuild. Um, and it, it's kind of like a trade for an expiring contract to help you get back into the cap and reassess. And what you did return could also help you win a championship. And the chances of that are small. But that's a hell of, hell of a nice little side chip to, to to get back in the game with. Yeah, and you show your superstar in Luca that you're here to try to help him out uh, at all costs. Like we're 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 going to be here to bring talent around you. If if what we heard is true from McMahon, where he's putting a little pressure on him. Hey, all right, we're doing this thing, and we still have two first round picks in the future here, 2025 in 2027, I believe, that can be moved. So there's still some assets that you can do if Kyrie and that thing falls apart and you start looking elsewhere. Hey, we got more assets we can move. And if you're the Mavericks, you have to think, and it is a a very, very long shot, and I'm not predicting it in any way. But if you're the Mavericks, you're saying, man, if there's ever a time that this we could make it work with this guy, if this guy's going to work anywhere, 
with Jason Kidd being his coach and Nico in that relationship, I do think you're going, this is probably best case scenario unless he was going to microwave something for a couple of months with LeBron. And it's like, okay, we've seen that work before, even though even that doesn't work for years and years and years. That works for a split second and then boom. So that's the that's the one hope you're going, if he's going to work anywhere, wouldn't it be with the comfort of that and playing alongside a guy in Luka who is top three in the sport? LeBron's so. saying he's very disappointed that that deal was not able to happen to get him back to L.A. We'll see what happens in the offseason, but I love the cap aspect of this if he does move on and we'll see if the Mavs make another move before the deadline because a lot of reports right now from NBA insiders they're still working those phones so maybe you can still get rid of that THJ contract or maybe it's Bertans although I doubt that it's Bertans. This super excites me over the next 48 hours or whatever the deadline is here two days plus uh, just about what they're planning on doing. You go all in for Kyrie now your plan here it may not work out for you but I guarantee you the plan is to make some more moves over the next two and a half days. You got Markeith Morris you 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 need defensive help I don't know if he can play any more than 15 minutes a night because he hasn't been over the last couple of years and he's old but they might be so needy that they're planning to plug him in for 25 minutes we don't think McGee is going to figure it out. They, If they want to win the championship, they need more rebounding. They need younger bigs that are active. Defense. Yeah. Another, I mean, your best you on-ball defender best. Yeah. Is, is gone. You need Reggie Bullock to step up in a big way, Josh Green to step yeah. up in a big way, Ooh. but I guarantee you they're trying to, hey, can we get some level of 3 and D? Can we get a Dodo knockoff of sorts? Yeah. Because right now you're going to send Bertans out there for about 15 minutes a night, and he's just the three part. It's just sit in the corner yeah. and yeah, it just. <laughs> and sometimes he's not even that. He's like yeah. 1.5 oh, and no bad. D guy. There's three and Ds, and there's 1.5 and no D, and that's Bertans. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. So a lot of branches on this topic tree. Let's continue with your phone calls on line five. Is black and gold B here in the G Bag Nation? Which story excites you the most? Man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little excited about this trade. Uh, at first, I was on the fence about it, but the more I think about it, I mean, I hate losing Finney Smith and Dinwiddie, yeah. but we actually, we've got two number ones on the Mavericks now, so, I mean, who knows what could happen. I'm excited to see what we do, and hopefully they can bring another championship before before Kyrie goes crazy again. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Have yourself a good week. I mean, he's probably going to continue being himself day in and day out, and, you know, you hope that you get uh, the, 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 the right... Um, you know, combination of factors around him to optimize what's good and minimize what's bad. And I, I think Jason Kidd and Nico might be uh, a big part of that. Losing Dinwiddie and Finney Smith stinks. We were at the game a couple of weeks ago. Thanks again to Derek Holland for the tickets. And uh, Dinwiddie was so cool with all the kids. His wife and kids were sitting there courtside. And he co- comes out and high-fived Abby right before Luca did. And so that was a big moment for him. That, that was her first high five from uh, an NBA player. Sick. And so she'd been keeping up on Dinwiddie and learning more about him. And she got her first taste of your one of your favorite players gets traded. Oh, and he had been balling the last couple of weeks, He's too, dude. so good. Yeah. In, his, in his press conferences, I'm going to miss Dinwiddie. Yeah. Losing him was like, I get giving up one of them because you're going to have to give up to get. Yeah. But I really wanted to try and keep Dinwiddie if you could, man. I didn't really want to see him go. Yeah, apparently they they tried their hardest. They were like Powell, uh, Bertans, THJ, Christian Wood, Wood, and they're no. You sure no. you don't want THJ? Are you sure? Come on, please, please, please. Reggie Bullock instead of Dodo. No. Uh, well, and I heard that that uh, there, there's a good chance that Dinwiddie could be a guy that they plan on even moving again. Like he could be yeah. a part of something else for them. The first round pick that, that that the Mavericks gave him. It seems like the Nets might be. That's like one move that they're going to plan on making another well, Dinwiddie's move. Dinwiddie's the same thing. 
And he's he's team option for next year. <laughs> yeah, you should, yeah, I yeah. should dodo. I, well, I could have. Listen, I am I am due for that. When you Din, gotta, Dinwiddie is team option for next year. Because I didn't see dodo, but I saw Dinwiddie. So when you said yeah. dodo, I was like, oh, well, I, I saw the same thing from Let's Mr. Check Spencer. The tape. Yeah, we'll run it back. Line one is Alex. You're in the G Bag Nation, sir. Which of these two stories has you fired up to talk sports? Uh, mainly right now is Kyrie. Uh, I love the the trade because we actually did something, but I hated losing Dodo and Spencer. We lost one, we'd be fine, but I think losing Dodo is probably going to bite us in the butt more than it will losing Spencer. We're back down to two ball handlers, but losing Dodo's three-point shot ability and his defense is going to hurt us. Hopefully we can, you know, do something, go get us, you know, maybe a John Collins or something like that and make up for uh, Dodo. And, you know, maybe besides that, we can do something. But Thank you, Alex. I I yeah, I, I know we, we're up against it, buddy. You have good calls and you got hopes. The 214 on Texas, says Josh Green's going to step up and fill the Dodo void just fine. And I agree. I think his era is pointing straight up. But you can't have too many Dorian Finney-Smiths, you know? Like, he played like a million yeah. minutes in the playoffs last yeah. year. Him and Bullock both. Like, you depended yeah. on him greatly. And so you, you need – you got terrible defense. I mean, that's the thing about this. Offensively, it's going to be fireworks. But, dear God, they're going to need to do something defensively. No more bang bros. Josh Green ain't saving this defense by himself. We got to talk about Jason Kidd's role in all of this and how, you know, he's got a huge opportunity now to cement himself as one of the top coaches in the game if he can pull this thing together. And we'll do that a little bit later on. But Woolchuck has your NFL news of the day coming up next. Zach, where are we going with that? Trent Dilfer does Dilfer things again. And Devontae Adams keeps pitching Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Segment is brought to you by the Frankels. If you are hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, simply call the Frankels or go to truckwreck.com. The Frankels will make sure you do not settle for less. Hurt not your fault, call the Frankels, go to truckwreck.com. Here's Zach Wolchuk with some NFL news of the day. Thank you. Yesterday, uh, right after NBA basketball, and I was plugged in because I wanted to see what everyone was saying about the Kyrie stuff. But then 
ESPN moved right into a 30 for 30 bullies from Baltimore. And it was about the 2000 Ravens. And it was great. I mean, they did a great job. Uh, they had a roundtable with Ray Lewis and Shannon Sharp and Rod Woodson and Tony Siragusa. I was about to say. Was part of it. Goose. Because it was filmed a month before he passed away. Yeah. And Siragusa, just uh, everything he said was gold. Uh, he was incredible. But Dilfer, their quarterback, also made an appearance. And during it, he made a comment that has now since gone viral. And we used to love playing the drop of Trent Dilfer. Used to. Yeah, we still do from time to time, but we don't. It's the single worst sports analysis ever given. It's, it's pretty bad. It's, it's pretty bad. You can't uh, win games in the NFL and still lose. No, you can't lose games in the NFL and still win. But I hear you, Walt Chuck. Same thing. Yeah. Right? Just invert. Flip it. It's opposite. Yeah, day. but nobody wants to have an inverted. <sighs> He's a head coach now. For what, high school? No, major college football. No way. Yeah, what's his... Uh, Al- Alabama, Alabama, Al- Alabama, Birmingham. Alabama, okay. UAB. Oh, one UAB. Of the, yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. I cannot believe they've hired him. All right, well, from that to... This is Dilfer's current assessment of quarterbacks in the NFL. Rodgers, Brady, you impressed? Trent. Modern day game does not impress me. It's super easy when you don't get hit as a quarterback and when you can't reroute receivers. And when you can't hit guys across the middle, I love Tom Brady. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love these guys. It's not impressive. What's impressive is what they did. So he's been getting roasted for this. People are taking clips of him even in the Super Bowl victory against the Giants, and he's just airmailing wide open receivers. And it's like, Trent, come on, man. I, I get it. It's a completely different style of football. Like if you watch the 2000 Ravens and they were showing the highlights of it, they talked about their style of play. I don't know that that team is as dominant in today's game as they were then. They couldn't get away with a lot of the stuff they did defensively. Tony Siragusa knocks out Rich Gannon in the AFC Championship game. That play is flagged today. He's probably ejected from the game, and he was complaining about his fine at the time because Phil Simms just went off on him on the broadcast, and he got a fine for $10,000. Then he got to see Phil Simms in the production meeting, and he got to give him a a piece of his mind. He said, you should have seen Phil. He was more white than he normally is, and he's a very, very pale man to begin with. (laughs) But Tony Siragusa's final would have been enormous in today's game. But it's just how physical that defense was. The style of play and the rule changes are very different today. So I understand what Trent's saying, but it doesn't mean that the quarterback play is less impressive. Come on, Trent. Yeah, it's all relative. You know, if you want to be, hey, uh, we did it better in our era guy, I get that. But let's not like suspend logic, you know, and ability to use critical thinking. Obviously, it's on a scale. And what the guys do now is impressive for a different reason. It's uh, it's all about processing and anticipating. And I do think there's some elements to this that are BS, you know, that they've created this super safe environment for quarterbacks to play in. Um, but it's good for the game. I would do the same thing as an owner. I can't have that expensive of an asset getting hurt and ruining ratings. You know, like late season football used to be crappy when all the quarterbacks were hurt. We've eliminated that, you know? You know why running the football has been so important in January and why the Krusties won't give up on it? Because their damn quarterbacks used to be hurt all the Dilfer's flipping time. quarterback in all the dang teams. <laughs> That's right. Gosh. Of course, you got to run the football. He does sound – I get why he sounds dumb here, but at the same time, I also – I do I do understand what he's saying to an extent, but to go as yeah. far as to say it's not impressive – Yeah, is, he's wrong. It's just you being what a What Patrick Mahomes is doing today yeah. is extremely impressive. What Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> yeah. even though I can't stand him, 
uh, it's still very impressive what he's been able to do throughout the course of his career. The and ESPN the, producers rubbed off on him. He still can't help himself. He's got a hot take. Yeah, yeah he hot taked it. That's for Don. Well, and now he's no. a coach, so he's like having mm-hmm. to conceal that a little bit. He finally got an opportunity. Okay, we get some cameras. We get to let opinions fly. Here we go. Watch this, boys and girls. I'm going to take this. You want to sell this, Doc? Boom. Yeah. Here's your promo. It's gone viral. Rodgers and Brady <laughs> suck. All right, one quarterback's opinion to another Super Bowl winning quarterback, Joe Montana. Was talking about the 49ers quarterback situation. Oh, this should be exhilarating. Our buddy Mike Silver. (laughs) Listening to Montana makes me want to go to sleep. Yeah, and I don't think Montana's fully educated on the uh, quarterback situation. He pushes that Guinness beer, though. That's a pretty good ad he's got. He does. Does He he makes you want to go have one. And Silver tries to kind of help him here. Um, But here's what Joe thinks the 49ers should do at quarterback. is They have a threesome with Jimmy G, Trey Lance, and Brock Purdy. Before that championship game, it was going to be Purdy next year on a rookie contract. And Trey Lance probably would have hung around and been the backup. But what do you do if you're them now? Well, I, I start Jimmy. He has won a lot of games. I can't say the same for Trey, right? You don't know that from him. I don't think it's hard. I think you just start Jimmy. The hard part is that Jimmy has a no franchise tag clause and he's a free agent. So you got to really <laughs> show him the love to try to get him back. He still won a lot of games before he got hurt, right? And so he put him in that position to be able to go, to go on that run to begin with. So you handed a guy a team sort of like somebody else I know got handed a good team. <laughs> so uh, you got to go with the guy who's been winning the games and, and gets the offense and go from there. Joe Montana proves that sports intelligence and actual intelligence are two different things. Did he take a su- oh, subtle jab at Steve Young there? Oh, he did. <laughs> he took a jab at Steve Young. He sure did. Ooh, know somebody else that took the reins of a really talented team, Steve. When yeah. was this? Was this a recent? This came out today. This was recent. Okay. Didn't the 49ers in a press conference say the other day that by all means that that, that he wasn't coming they back? They sure did, yeah. Brian. Yeah. They sure did. Yeah. And Mike, again, Mike tried to He's give also him, a free agent. Yeah. Mike, as Silver points out. Yeah. The 49ers said they're not going to have him back at all. Joe presents more baked than Troy Aikman, and that's saying <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the red eyes. Yeah. Woo! Oh, man, the Saints are expected to hire Joe Woods as their new defensive coordinator. He got fired by the Browns. Now he's going to go to the Saints as uh, that carousel keeps on turning. The Panthers, though, they're hiring one of our favorites as the Broncos lose their defensive coordinator. He's going to take the Panthers' D.C. job. Giro Evero is going to go to Carolina and join that staff there. And this is shocking news. I didn't think uh, you could really get hurt playing flag football. But Miles Garrett suffered a toe injury during the Pro Bowl games yesterday. And x-rays, fortunately, they came back negative. But he said he left and he's feeling obvious discomfort in the toe. So hopefully this doesn't end up becoming a Deion Sanders type situation for the Browns. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? I've seen what Deion, like Deion lost, I believe, his big toe and the one right next to it. Yes. He's got like a giant thing up his calf that they had to take a bunch of meat from or something. He's got to get massages on his leg and foot all the time. That thing's pretty disgusting. What like 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 Dion, you see him limping around, it's because he's got three toes on one foot and he's got half a calf. And so it's just it's a bad situation. I hope I hope Miles Garrett, that's not the case. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I hope the, he's the Pro Bowl games, huh? Yeah. Getting, it, getting the injury. Do they have any type of 
I mean, is there any type of security thing there? Does the NFL give you anything in the way of if you get hurt today? The beach volleyball or the beach uh, volleyball or flag football game that they had. Yeah, Robert Edwards. Robert Edwards. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, guy rushes for a thousand yards. You know, he's playing great for the Patriots. All of a sudden, blows his. That, that started the anti-physicality in the Pro Bowl movement. Yeah. Last night should have finished it. Let's just turn it into a meet and greet. I know the players had fun because flag football is fun to play, but there's a reason it's not televised everywhere. They tried it three or four Very years true. ago and it went nowhere. That was that was an embarrassment last night is what right. that was on TV. Right, and I get it. A17's like, I blew out my left knee in flag football. You can get hurt, but the whole reason the NFL moved from this is to try and avoid injuries and to try and just make this thing yep. a little bit more yeah. fun to watch. Uh, so they weren't thinking that there would be injuries to come from shifting it. I get actual competitive flag football. You can suffer an injury, A17. I hear you. The Raiders, wide receiver, Devontae Adams. And shout out to Derek Carr, by the way. He's dealing with all oh. this stuff. I thought he handled it fantastically. We uh, fantastically well. We played the audio of him dunking on himself. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to play this well, if I'd ever been this hot, this is why I probably would still be here and not leaving. He was great. He was salute to CD Lamb as well for dominating the game. Two touchdowns, baby. Let's go, CD. He's a cheat code and flag. Darn, you can't hit him. It's hey, over. In real life, he's becoming a cheat code <laughs> yeah. too. But Devontae Adams was interviewed, asked about Aaron Rodgers, of course. And Rodgers has been, I think he won that golf tournament. He, he did. Yeah. Matter of fact, the pro he was playing with didn't make the cut, and Rodgers was playing so well, it got the, him and Unreal. the pro to the weekend. Good for you, Rodgers. Wow. He put the team on his back. Yeah, the pro the pro missed the cut. And Rodgers, his, his handicap and how he scored allowed the pro to keep playing for the championship. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, bleep him, but congratulations at the same time. So you've got all the buzz. What's happening with Aaron Rodgers? Is he going to get traded? So here is Devontae Adams asked about, you started that recruiting yet? To your neighborhood, have you started recruiting Aaron Rodgers to be the new Raiders uh, quarterback? Duh. Why, why, would, why would anybody not do that? I mean, 100%. That's my guy, obviously, and wishful thinking, but we'll see what happens. What's your best recruiting pitch? Uh, that I'm here. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I think Pre- that's a pretty good one. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. These hands, bro. That's pretty much all he needs to know. Well, you see how you struggled without me this year? Did you see what Rodgers wore? Like he was like all black. All black. Yeah. He looked like Did he looked he? like yeah. a Raider fan. Yeah. Uh oh. I think he had his face painted. Did, was he wearing shoulder pad with spikes on them while no, he was he, golfing a little he bit? Was, I he, think he was. He was trying them on. Silver between and black shots. Between shots, he had to take him off. He couldn't quite swing. <laughs> yeah. The spikes were getting in his face. He uh, he he shaved the he cut his hair into the the Howie Long uh, flat top. flat top. Yeah, he's really going all in on this Raider thing. That's man. amazing. And and you know what? I think that'd be fun. Rodgers and him reunited in Vegas. Maybe then we finally will get an all red zone AFC West that's worth buying instead of the crap we watched last year. Raider. The Bron- Broncos still probably won't be a factor in that because you still have Russell Wilson. Maybe Sean Payton can help. He did say he's kicking all of Russ's coaches out. They're not going to be part. That I've never seen that, said Sean Payton today in his press conference. He was asked about it. I guess Russ had his team. He had his little mm. side team. Plus his office. Payton ain't going to have any Plus of that. all the parking spots. Amazing. <laughs> more touch, more than touchdown passes he thrown. It was ridiculous. Uh, the Cardinals have narrowed their head coaching search down to three finalists. Ryan Flores is one oh, of them. Oh my guy! Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anaromo and Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka. The guy Mike. Kafka. How about Kafka climbing the ranks? Yeah, huh? and he wanted to keep him so bad. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, can you imagine being the guy who's the quarterbacks coach and the OC for at one point Pat Mahomes, and then your next quarterback was Josh Allen? Or wait, no, he got. 
Oh, wait, Kafka's in New York, so he yeah, got, he got Daniel Jones. Jones. Yeah. And he's getting a ton of credit for the he Daniel is? Jones thing right now. Sure it's possible, because I heard you as I was driving home on the get right, you think Wink Martindale might be the guy in, in Indy. Yeah, I think, so I think Wink's got a They might get him. wiped and yeah. have both of their coordinators gone. Yeah. Let's be, go. It'd be pretty crazy in the NFC East. Uh, and then finally, look at Tom Brady here. He was on with Colin Cowherd. He announced his retirement last week. He's putting out the thirst trap picks today, trying to shout out to all the ladies. Look at me. Well, he was asked about when's he going to start with Fox, and this is this is how the exchange went. There a thought in your head that, man, I gave a lot. I need to exhale. I, I got to give this thing some space here. Is is that like time? I'm I'm talking 15 months. I'm talking 18 months. Yeah. I think for me, absolutely. And even, you know, decompression is important. You know, I, I, you're on this kind of really crazy treadmill slash hamster wheel for a long time, <laughs> loving the moment, loving the journey. At the same time, you know, there's a, there's a, a, it's a daily fight. You know, you wake up every day, just like you do. And I have appreciation for so many people that are so committed every day to showing up, to put their max effort into their life and their career. And I think for me, I want to be great at what I do. And even, you know, talking even last week with the, people at Fox sports, you know, and, and the leadership there allowed me to start, you know, my Fox opportunity in, in the fall of 2024 is something that's great for me. So take some time to really learn, become great at what I want to do, become great at, um, you know, thinking about the opportunity and making sure I don't rush into anything. And I, I, I think when people really bet on me, I think one thing about my career, whether I was when I was drafted by the Patriots or signing for agency with the Bucks, I wanted to be you know, fully committed. And I, I never wanted to let people down. I think my biggest motivator was that. So, you know, even in the future, I want to be great at what I do. And that always takes some time and strategizing and, and learning and growing and evolving. And I have so many people to rely on that um, can support me in that growth too. So it's going to be a good, great opportunity for me to take some time to really uh, certainly become at my Fox broadcasting job, which I'm really looking forward to, but also catching up on other parts of my life that uh, need some, need some time and energy. Yeah, sounds like he he wants to make sure what he gets into next is going to have his passion uh, because without that, it's it's hard to be great at something at, at anything. Okay, um, there is a breaking news story uh, about the Kyrie Irving a trade, but I, I think people are reading too much into it. The text is lighting up saying it's not official; it's yeah. it's off. Woj reported exactly 10 minutes ago on Twitter. It still hasn't been made official with the league office because the Nets are evaluating opportunities to expand with the third team. Teams are expected to make the two-way deal official in the next couple of hours unless the Nets find something bigger to fold into it. They want to see if there's a way with a third team they can facilitate more of what they want and maybe do the same thing for the Mavericks. And if it doesn't happen uh, by dinner time tonight, they're just going to finish off the the two team deal. This is very common. I'm not alarmed at the moment, I'm uh, or I'm not thinking at the moment that this trade is going to be reversed. Are you guys? It has happened. No, I mean. This, it wouldn't be the biggest surprise in NBA history no. if it didn't come together, but I have no reason to believe that it won't. Yeah. David Stern's going to rise out of the grave and say, no, we can't make this Stern's deal. Stern's like, no, I, I said the <laughs> Lakers. Unfair. I Unfair. said the Lakers only, and that was it. Just like the Pau Gasol move. Uh, this is something that we've kind of known about because we have Bobby Carella tentatively scheduled for 4 o'clock. But he told me personally, look, if the trade's not made official, 
Yeah. I'm not going to be able to join you because he can't talk about the trade as a Mavericks employee. So we've been kind of standing by waiting, and we knew that there is an attempt to maybe add a third team, which could also benefit the Mavericks. Maybe okay. the Mavericks are able to unload one of these salary dumps as well on the trade. So Ooh. I don't think this is going to be an issue as oh. far as Kyrie being a Maverick. Let's get Tim Hardaway Jr. involved somehow. Okay, uh, We'll do more of this coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll take a look at this uh, Kyrie Irving topic tree coming up at 4 o'clock. Best of the weekend is next, Chief. What are we talking about? Who the Mavs can really thank for bringing Kyrie Irving to town, and we wave goodbye to a great Dallas duo. That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, nation. Time now for the best of the weekend. Here's Eric Chiafala. Gosh, what a weekend it was. So much to discuss here. We got some fan bowl sound we need to address. Uh, congratulations to Gaylord Choppy. He is now the Gaylord champion for Fan Bowl 2023. Absolutely outstanding time hanging out with the Tolos, getting to fellowship and a party. And we will relive some of that party here in just a moment. But uh, RIP to the Bang Bros. I don't know how much this guy's struck a chord with you personally, but uh, bye-bye, Dodo. Bullock's still here. Yeah. But uh, that means the, the Bang Bros is officially kaput. And maybe, hopefully, Bullock can carry enough weight for the both of them. And he can at least still be a bang bro. Because yeah. right now he's not. One can hope. It, it was tough to see Dorian Finney-Smith go. You know, he was amazing last year in the playoffs. He's the kind of player that every championship team needs. Totally selfless. Um, you know, and it, it sucks to move on from guys like that who are going to work hard and can play a big role in, in helping you win. But overall, the lack of dribbling, the lack of passing that's been on this team, I think there is more pain to come as you try to build it with you know, veteran-skilled guys. When the Mavs were contenders in 2011, it was with guys like Sean Marion and Jason Terry and Peja Stoyakovich. Do you hear anybody that can't dribble, pass, and shoot in that trio? No. And the list can go on and on and on. So it, it, there's going to be pain, but I think it's growing pains. And in a couple of years, we're going to be like, wow, part of that was a rocky road, but they came out better on the other side. Man, the the term growing pains. Did you guys experience that in the legs when you were in like elementary, the middle Oscar school? Slaughter's joints by the knees, dude. Yeah, I thought Ooh. I was over with. Man, yeah. some of the yeah. worst nights of my life. Yeah, I'm cursed, Dad. I'm cursed. Why they hurt so bad? Yeah. This is awful. Yeah. Jeez, those pains. And suck. the chest. Have you had the chest ones when your chest is like growing and expanding, and it feels like you're having like a heart attack? I wish. But I the had doctor the chest just said, ones. "No, man, you're just growing, bro." That's it. You yeah. just got a you got a dominant pectoral region. I wasn't gifted in that area. She were. Stop it, Mr. Cleavage over there. Yeah. Can I say? Which was a hot commodity, I must say. We love when them things hang, bro. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Hey, and a big thank you and uh, kudos for the pettiness. Nets owner, Joe Sy, who basically just did not care where they traded Kyrie as long as it was not to the Lakers. Uh, since that's just that's just what he wanted. He wanted to spite the Lakers. This whole thing frustrated him. I'm sure he's so glad that Kyrie's gone, but it's one thing, kind of like Lovey Smith on the way out of Houston, right? He's like, 
double barrel Let's middle finger. I'm going to win this game just yeah. to bleep with you guys. And he's like, Kyrie, that's fine. You're going to go ahead and get what you want, which is you're not going to be here anymore, but you're not going to where you really, really want to go, and that's LeBron and the Lakers. And so thank you for that pettiness. And that is reported. That is that is Mark Stein confirming mm. that Joe Sy, his basically number one objective in the Kyrie trade was just don't send him to his preferred landing spot. That's the Lakers. Anywhere else, cool with me. Nico's like, all right, let's party. I love it. That's fantastic. Go so get thank him, Joe. You. Big kudos to the I pettiness have a, I there. have a theory about this. Joe's covering for KD. KD doesn't want to play with Russ. Oh, I, I believe that. I, I, I believe yeah. that, too. Okay. All right. That's I like that theory. idea. No, I like so it. Joe's like, no, that yeah. was on me. Yeah. I'm all petty. Yeah. Protecting your guy KD, yeah. which is the yeah. right thing to do. KD's we don't want to bring like, that back up. Second, Those you trade ones. for Russ. I'm requesting a trade. I'm out of here, Joe. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what now? Yeah. <laughs> Crap. Okay. I'm stuck. That's fine. <laughs> Report this. I'm petty. <laughs> and and ultimately, Joe wins because he, now he kind of sounds like kind of a little bit of a cutthroat bad A as an owner. Uh, now, speaking of cutthroat bad A's. Still a billionaire. Let's get to Fan Bowl 2023. <laughs> it's our own Lucius Alexander. I believe this is, reports are saying that this was the highlight and the greatest radio moment from Fan Bowl 2023. I want to know how you heard it. This is, you were, I was looking at you when this happened. <laughs> <laughs> this shouldn't be replayed. It was in the moment. <laughs> uh, like I said, people are saying this was the highlight. So I caught wind and I was like, all right, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go check the highlights. Obviously, I mean, yeah, I was at the game, but I want to go relive the highlights. We were boozing. Okay. So I know we won, but it's like, I want to check all the touchdowns. And this seemingly was the game winner. This is four o'clock central time. Fan Bowl 2023, Revolver Brewing, inside of Texas Live. It is Brian Broaddus. It is Lucius Alexander. It is Gaylord Choppy. And about two hours later, he ends up being the champion. We'll get to his victory speech in a minute. But uh, here is the sound, and here's the highlight of Lucius. You know, I've caught, I've been looking at a butt. I'm not going to lie. I looked at a butt. Wow. But then I realized, oh, Choppy's girl, and I fall back. I'm like, oh, Choppy's girl, we fall back. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Lucius, I start from like wait, the, wait, wait. I start from like wait, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lucius is not lying. I think I just did it a little bit ago. Wait, wait, wait. I appreciate you. If it wasn't for you, I'd be in violation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, he said it's all cool Look now. all you want. Look all you want. <laughs> Look all you want at the tuckus of RJ Choppy's lovely yeah. lady. Shout out to Sarah. She's got a great bottom. And don't worry, LA. Uh, that was the first thing I told him at Jared's charity event. And I went up to both her and him and I said, Sarah, you look great in those pants. Yeah. He compliments her pants every time. He just, Walchuk's a big fan of her attire. She's very athletic. She is. Yeah. She yeah. is. Power bottom, uh, right, Brian? <laughs> but, uh, but I Good believe... Base. Just a few minutes, a few moments later, here was Lucius jumping in with what I believe to be a bit of an explanation for what he had just said. <laughs> I was at a date party before this. Yeah, sure was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was loose, bro. I was so loose. Oh, that's what, okay. Hey. I was looking for Lucius when he got done. I'm like, oh, we got to get a shot together. Next thing you know. He was too deep. Yeah, it was over. Yeah, I was out of there, man. It was a great Saturday yeah. for Lucius play, Alexander. Yeah. We appreciate that, Lucius. Thank you very much. And then after the fact. You had a daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I got a daughter. I got a girl. Uh, I got a daughter. You get it. I'm out. Inside joke. Sorry. Uh, but here. Uh, yeah, I got a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everything you've done for us and the charities. This but uh, I have a daughter. So uh, my time has come. <laughs> See you guys. Uh, now here's Gaylord Choppy uh, and his postgame victory speech uh, at Club Chop just uh, hours after his uh, championship. Chip Fanball 2023 victory. Choppy here after a successful run of dominance at Fanball 2023. 
So here's how it went down. I took on Chiafalo. Like I said, he was a pushover. 20 point, uh, double digit win. Then I took on Ruben. First of all, I had to introduce myself to him. I didn't even know who he was. He was so <laughs> insignificant. Just Damn. like his performance on the fanball court. That's a joke. I like Ruben. He's cool. And then, who did I take on next? Joking. Oh, yeah. Alec Medford. Alec walked in here, a 21 year old, sure young man, and I showed him exactly what it's like to be 43 and an utter dominant force on the fanball paper football tournament course. And then. <laughs> I had to polish it off with young Joey. Joey of Frozen Four fame. He wasn't on the hockey rink. He wasn't on his skates, on his Bauer, on his CCM, or whatever other weird brands they use in hockey. No, no, no. Joey was on the fan bowl, paper, football, tournament floor, and he got worked. They all did. They all saw it. After about three possessions, they realized what they were dealing with. They were dealing with something of the likes that you have never seen, puppets, because I am the paper football champion of the world. I'm sorry. I'm the heavyweight champion of the universe in paper football, and I'm going to take a celebratory shot with me and Sarah and uh, Nicholas and Carls, and we're going to take a shot, and let's go. Let's I'm go. a winner. Let's go. Let's go. Let's rage. <laughs> Is he taking a deuce? See ya. He took a little <laughs> shot. Right? Is he taking a deuce? He did that, that echo. Where's he at? He did that whole performance at his kitchen table, oh, surrounded okay. by his nephew, his girlfriend, and his girlfriend's friend, who keeps hollering at Wolchuk. I mean, it's amazing. It was amazing. He had a whole crowd and, and rock and rolled, man. So congrats to you, Chuck. Okay, I was wondering where that video was shot. Yeah, right there yeah. at his dinner it table. It sounded like Revolver had really emptied out. <laughs> and he, he fell asleep in that same chair later on in the night. Yeah, he did. Well, congrats to Chop for getting it done. You know, and, 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 and there was no no more deserving of a champion ever. He was locked in. Okay, uh, we have an update. Nets are trying to bring in a third party. Who is it? And sh- what should the Mavs do uh, in response to this latest development? The Kyrie Irving trade not done yet. And the latest developments next here in the G-Bag Nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.